What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Successfully Unsigned. We have a special edition for you. It's my friend Luke. How's it going, man? I'm good. I'm do well. You, I don't want to butcher your last name. How do you pronounce your last name? It's Robbins. Just Robbins? Just okay. like the way it looks. I, I don't know why I wanted to say Robbins at mm. one point. I was like, no, that's probably not it. I've gotten that a couple times, but no, it's really? just the way it looks. Like the bird. <laughs> pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, man. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on. I've been hounding you. It feels good to be for forever. On. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm not sure you'd realize I'm not. I'm a nobody. So yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to start it. We uh, just we've, being honest. Yeah, we recruited a nobody. Um, <laughs> no. and, uh, a bunch of for now nobodies do this podcast, so we're good. Now that we've destroyed our own confidence, um, <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go a step further. I'm feeling, you know, I wish I would have worn jeans. I'm feeling, I'm looking at my my skinny little uh, chicken legs in the. <laughs> Dude, that's in, why I wear pants all the time. Yeah, I feel, you know, it's summer. I'm feeling like, you know, yeah. I gotta break the jorts out every now and again. But I, <laughs> I, I should have had some foresight. Well, I don't like the problem with my wardrobe. And I was, I have a roommate who's a girl, and she. Like, I, I've been begging her, like, can you please help me? Like, this is, it's getting bad because like, you open my drawers and it's just like Superman shirts mm-hmm. and like Mountain Dew shirts and like these childish shirts that, that should have been thrown away like a decade ago, but somehow they still end up. And yet here we are. Out. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I found, I like found this in a box somewhere, you know, this shirt, which is kind of a, like to find a plain shirt, I have to like. <laughs> recruit like a search party to to help me find it it's impossible almost but the only like plain shirts i have is when we're at first watch yeah which is we'll get to that but like that's that's where we we met um so you know once again thanks for coming on thanks for having me um so i guess start a, a little bit tell us about yourself like where you're from because i know that this is kind of new to you. It sure being is. in Tennessee. So yeah. talk I've about only lived here. I lived here about six months. I, my first night was December 31st. So I brought in new year's, like, like in a, a basically empty apartment, like in disarray, just on a mattress on the floor. And it was the best new year's ever. Um, just cause, um, I, I was doing something different and weird. And, um, so I come from Indianapolis. Okay. Uh, I lived there my whole life. Um, and without getting into too many details, like I just, I kind of found myself in a place where I looked around and there was just, there was just nothing keeping me there anymore. Yeah. Like I, you know, I love my friends and my family and everything, but, but it just didn't make any sense to stay yeah. anymore. No, I and feel that. I, I, my job was, you know, dead end essentially. And yeah, uh, I'd always wanted to play music and I'd always wanted to give it a real shot yeah. uh, as far as just you know, making my own stuff, putting it out there, trying to play shows or even just joining a, a band organically and, and yeah. kind of seeing where that went. And and so I just figured I'll just go. Um, I knew one, well, two people here, uh, my friend and his wife uh, from, from high school yeah. live here and we'll get to him. I'm sure in a little while yeah. uh, because of the nature of this, this <laughs> podcast, but um, it felt really strange at first. I don't know if you've ever, you've ever been in a situation where you kind of like, you make a big decision and then you, you get to the point of no turning back and you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. What am I hyperventilating? What am I doing? Of like, was this the the right decision? Yeah. Right. Where all you want is just to go back to the comfortable place. But right. I would say that's the, that's how you know you're doing something right. And I'm, I'm really excited about, I'm, like I said, I've been here for six months and not a whole lot has happened, but also a bunch has happened. And so yeah. I'm super excited about it. I love the town. Um, 
the town, the city. Yeah. I like it here. Either way. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. I it's, love it here. It's like used to, you could really draw a line. Oh, that's Franklin and that's Nashville. Now it's mm-hmm. just, it all feels like Nashville. Yeah. That's, that's you know? what, you're not the first person to say that to me either. Like, it's just, you know, Hermitage <laughs> used to be Hermitage, like 30 minutes away from Nashville, which is like where I grew up. Yeah. And now it's like Nashville. It's, yeah, and it's everything's just kind of like it's, commercialized it's and growing. like expanded from Nashville. Everyone that I've talked to that's lived here for longer than a few years has has kind of complained about it. Um, yeah, and how like big it's gotten. Well, fastest it's like, growing city in the country, is that right? Yeah, Something I mean like it's it's up there. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had that like Taylor Swift concert, <sighs> and it was like I had no idea how packed this city could be until you you put something like that in town, and you're like, oh yeah. There are a lot of people that live here and it's almost like, go, you know, go on somewhere. Like this is my city, you know, I'm kidding, but no, it is definitely, it's, okay it's growing. Way. It's growing yeah. a lot um, for sure. It, well, I'm part of the problem. See, but <laughs> how dare you come? You, you migrate from Indianapolis. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like people come in from like California mm-hmm. and like, I mean, cause that's partly California's fault for, you know, making the state unlivable. Yeah. But well, you know, more ways than one. Yeah. Um, so back to me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. That was a little, little joke. Get for into you. California politics. On Let's this, do it. The next uh, segment. <laughs> uh, I I sort of grew up just around music all the time. My parents yeah. are both very musical, but um, I would say that that my dad being more musical than my mother. But I mean, he kind of dabbled in singing, songwriting for a little while, and just never had the real really the opportunity to pursue it. Like I think he wanted to. Yeah. Um, and my mother pretty musical as well uh, more of like a you know she plays the piano and 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 you know we'll do background vocals and and stuff like that but right um so i kind of grew up around it me and my sister were forced into piano lessons uh you know from like that's like the textbook it is. and and we both had these separate moments uh in our careers when we you know we had to do these recitals mm-hmm. and we were just totally butchered songs and yeah. it made us like independently we were like i think i'm done Playing. Now, so uh, let me ask you this. Do you think that maybe somewhere in that you think piano lessons by your parents is just a way to like get rid of you if you're f- for a few hours and you have know, some time to themselves or do they actually genuinely want to teach you? Well, piano? I don't, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I never thought about it. <laughs> I've always it. wondered that. Like maybe well, so. maybe the summer camp that I get sent to, maybe it's not because they want me to like build connections. Maybe, maybe it's it. just because we'd like some time to breathe for a little bit. I guess I no. just always thought so highly of myself yeah, growing yeah. up that I was like, why would you not want <laughs> to, right. what do you want to get rid of me for? Right. Um, no. Hopefully that's not the case, but no, if it no. is, I don't, it's fine. I get it. <laughs> I'm not mad. So you and your sister, piano lessons. Piano lessons. And then we both quit of our own accord. But the, the, the yeah. difference is that I, I guess uh, I forget what song I butchered. She butchered Yankee Doodle in front of uh, you know a number of uh, elderly people mm. and our peers. Um, and I guess for whatever reason, she just was like, "I'm done. I'm not playing anymore." And and I did the same thing. But then a few months later, I I for no reason at all just like stumbled into the music room one day and turned yeah. on YouTube to figure out how to play uh, "Love Song" by Sarah Barry Ellis. Really? And that was when I discovered like oh chords. Yeah. And like. Just like, like not play. I, I turns out I couldn't read sheet music. Yeah. Turns out that was not the one. Like I just mm-hmm. learned. So I that was when I kind of started teaching myself. Yeah. Keyboard. I was about twelve or thirteen, and that was when I really started to fall in love with music. Right. Um, and from there, I I think I picked up a guitar 
my dad's guitar without him knowing at like 14 or 15 and started to just screw around. And so I'm not saying I'm self-taught, but I, I, the internet really came through for me. Yeah. YouTube was, was really taken off at the time and, and people were uploading lessons and that helped a lot. Dude, it's crazy. You can, you can go on YouTube and pretty much learn anything now. Completely. It's insane. Nowadays for sure. Like even something the most specific, like minute thing, it's used to be like, like with guitar, it used to be you had to go find tabs, you know. Yeah. Which I read those for about two months and realized none of the tabs are super accurate, you know. Sure. But um, but yeah, it used to be you'd have to go find tabs, but but now you can just like get on YouTube and you know find it, a very detailed, broken down, you know, yep. lesson. Yeah, of that's, a song, that's which the, is great. The reason I learned one tenth of the my sharona solo was some guy on youtube that just was so dedicated and and, and i was like yeah, really i'm like i'm, not, I'm gonna yeah. learn this solo and i never did and that's that's about where i am as far as my guitar skill yeah i, I can play the first like 15 notes yeah and then that's uh that's where i'm at that's where i'm at i'm still working yeah yeah i mean so like what are your influences like what do you what did you grow up listening to well i would say um this is this is a, a a good reason. Another reason to bring this band up. Uh, I fell in love with like songwriting because of these guys. Uh, a band called Parachute. If you ever heard of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that song. Um, they call it love, 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 love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so those guys. One. That's a good song. It's and, a great song. And I, I've gone through a strange relationship with with the band and their music because I just loved them so much, right. like like crazy amount. Mm-hmm. And like I went to their concert like 14, 15 times. Like I followed them around for a while. Right. Um, in high school. And then I got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm sick of this. Like yeah. these guys, you know. You I, grow out of it. I grew out of it. And then lately I've I've like gone back into it. Like there's yeah. some really good, crisp uh songwriting, like chord structures. It's it's really good stuff. No doubt. So if you ever get a chance to go back and listen to Parachute, you should do that. But yeah. uh Parachute led to John Mayer. John Mayer led to like yeah, oh, man. I, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and John Mayer was... was. <sighs> we often do disagree about what his best album is. We do. Well, you you go Continuum. Well, yeah. I mean... Which is... And heavier... Th- you, you say heavier things. I think heavier things, but I... I there's a difference between his greatest and, and what is my favorite. Sure. Yes, I, yes, yes. So... Definitely. Greatest, Continuum, by mm-hmm. far and away. Like most successful... I probably mean, i mean well maybe i don't they might be close heavier things was big at the time it was back huge. at one not back at one um come back to bed was, come a, back to was bed, a big one on and the radio daughters off daughters obviously went yes. crazy i just think that um well i i wasn't i was like i was like <laughs> so i was listening to like a while ago to uh, like a don't judge me everyone i listened to like a playlist like top hits of 2003 and Cool. Body is Wonderland was on that song, and I was like, "That's O three? I thought it was even older than that. I thought That's Heavier insane. Things was O three. It's well, he he's been putting out music for a long time. Yeah, man. I think that was the which one was the one with no such thing. It was that. That's uh his first one. That's, uh, Room for Squares. Right? Room for Squares. Yeah. yeah, that one. I really like. That's probably second for me. Like Heavier Things is really good. Probably comes in three. It's a close three though. Should we rank all his albums? Like right now, just sit down. <laughs> I like what's all the his least albums. what's the least favorite though I would say my least favorite is uh Paradise Valley but I even I even still like it's just because there's there's too many dips well he also I don't know if you know this he had like 
surgery on yeah. his on his vocals yeah, or on that his was like in a weird, vocal cords. I read about that. And that so that, I think period. it was right before that album or maybe during it. It's kind of during. Yeah. Um, I just think that there's there's too many skippable songs on that one. But yes. there's also like there's like four really really good ones that I listen to frequently. Yeah, and it was such a it was such a shift for him, you mm-hmm. know, like but. At first, I was, like, mad at him for that. I was like, why would you do that? And then I was like, you're so good that you you can pull off two genres. But this man, like, He's was, like, good. into blues. He was a singer-songwriter. Then he was, like, he, he plays, like, jazzy stuff, chords. And then he goes into, like, actual blues. And then he goes to, like, folksy stuff. And you're like, this is still, like not bad man this is pretty i never good. thought it was bad like, like yeah not always the, the style for me but like yeah he did pop music um you know in the early 2000s so that what pop music was then yeah and then he did he did continuum which was more bluesy yeah yeah and yeah. then the john mayer trio of course which is more full-on blues right um that was a, yeah that was a really good i really wanted to see them live mm but they like you know they were not. I think I, I well I saw him on tour when he did the search for everything and I think yeah they did a set with the trio. Was the man that bass player so good? Yeah. Anyway, sorry I That's didn't okay. mean to go I off on, a, about on John a John Mayer. Mayer. But you had said that John Mayer influenced you. You kind of moved was, into that. Was definitely is definitely my my biggest like songwriting inspiration because it was the first songwriter that I had ever heard that was not necessarily <laughs> always just talking about like a girl broke my heart and or I like a girl. No facts. And that's especially why I like heavier things so much yeah. is because that's, that's really the focus is, is, you know, say for a couple, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of introspection and that's yeah. kind of what I, uh, when I shifted as well, like my songwriting, I kind of started finding myself writing about more like, what am I thinking about? Like what right. am I, instead of just like what girl I was into at the time. Let me, let me ask you this while we're kind of on that. Like what, I know, like, w- what is your writing style? Is it is it mainly like you write from your perspective, or do you ever have times you write from you try and write from others' perspective? Or ninety eight percent, it's from my perspective. Sure, um, it's I I try to well, write from uh, like other perspectives, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just never like I can never finish a song like that for whatever sure. reason. Do you do you are you like a lyrics guy? Do you sit almost, down and write lyrics first, or almost you, always? Really, almost always. Interesting. Now, um, listening to your last episode, mm-hmm. I I forget I forget the names involved, but I was listening to what she said and how you know it helps that you can play an instrument and that helps like yeah yeah for Missy well, yeah exactly yeah um, that's I I agree with that sentiment entirely um, that I didn't even think about like people who write songs that don't really play instruments yeah. That's got to be different, different entirely, a different world. Just yeah, kind of with like melody lines. Well, I re- I really respect that because like that's that's tough to do. Like once you you're used to learning a certain way, it's mm-hmm. it's I always tell people like always challenge yourself. You know, if you're used to writing music first, and you know you do it that way, always sit down and start with a, a topic. Not everything has to rhyme. Not everything has to be like an A B rhyme scheme or like a, a haiku. You know, sure. it, it, it can syllables. have some nuance to it, some syllables. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I write, it's like my guitar stuff is like very rhythmic. And so mm-hmm. I'm having to like squeeze my lyrics into that box. And so like, yeah. I guess I would ask you like, what, what are some things that help you when you sit down to write lyrics like do you just kind of start you just write random things on a page mm-hmm. or do you start with a theme first or do you write stuff down and then that brings you to a theme a lot of times i i would say that when i can remember like writing songs that 
I would consider my best songs. It's that I just kind of grabbed an instrument and had my phone or like a, a notebook in front of me. And, right. and I just kind of started singing and right. then wrote stuff down. But more often than not, like I'm, and I've got the notes app on my phone, which right. I'm sure that's, uh, you're no stranger to that. Um, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not a stranger to that. Okay. Like, right I on. Definitely. Well, like, everybody has different style. Um, yeah, but the notes app on my phone is full of just like three or four lines. Oh and yeah. Then, and then, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, you know, kind of surgically tape those together. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it, they just stay like that. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's at least what I found works for me is that you just, Write stuff down when you're thinking about it. Yeah, it, and, and it's like I'm glad you said like when you're thinking about it because it might be gone later. <laughs> like how how many like you said the notes app for, like I use the notes app for for a lot of lyrics too, but a lot of my voice notes like I, sometimes I'll just be like mm-hmm. driving in the car yeah. and I'll like have a thought. And I'm like this is gonna be gone in two minutes, so I'm like like an idiot like a psychopath. I'm like dun, 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 like it. And then later on, I'm like, oh, okay, thank God I recorded that because I would not have remembered 100%. it. Do you ever do that? I do, well, I've got a couple of things to <laughs> At say At first about watch, that. just... <laughs> <laughs> I've done that um, driving more often than not where yeah. I've got a song that I've, I've written recently. I would say it's my most recent, like, I feel good about this song. Right. Where I just, I think I was driving back here from Indianapolis and I was like... And then so I like yeah. put, like, I, I turn on my, my phone and recorded just like... I didn't even have the words. Like I had some words, but I, and it was me just going, but, uh, but, uh, I think you so. Da, da, da. And then, and, and I built around it and I felt really good about it. Yeah. Um, but that, it should be a while before anybody catches a yeah. wind of that. But, uh, I think I, it was someone from the Beatles that said, if you can't remember it later, it wasn't that good to begin right. with. So that's always my like comfort. If I do forget to write it down, then I can't remember it later. I'm like, well, it probably wasn't that good. Cause a lot of times I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but like if I am working on something, I got a little, little something cooking, mm-hmm. it'll be in my head Sure. and I can't really get rid of it. Right. And that's, that's always when I, when I do lose it, yeah. kind of a comfort. So well, do with that what you will. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that happens definitely like, or it'll be the same idea, but it won't flesh out the same. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you'll you'll have like a rhythm or something and then it'll come out differently when you start to manifest it whether it be on guitar and you're like oh wait this cadence is not what i was going for or like even just i have a hard time with transitions like okay i'll have like a really cool chorus and a really cool verse but i'm like how do i transition from one to the other i mean it's and it ends up like working but i'm talking like like in production i guess is mainly my issue like having just like I have this fear of like maybe the audience is going to get bored, you know, yeah. of, and the transition is, a, is supposed to kind of be like, Whoa, like I do want to talk a little bit about that too, actually. Yeah. Like I would say this is I, a folks, this right here is a, is a deep conversation about writing songs. Yeah. And the real <laughs> the people are like, why are they, why are they going so into depth about, you know, transitions, <laughs> but this, you know, these are, these are things that I feel like could help a lot of people because when you sit down to write, it's like, uh, there's like divergent brainstorming and then there's mm-hmm. like convergent brainstorming and okay, like yeah. divergent is like, you kind of just throw in ideas at the wall, seeing what sticks. Yeah. And then the converge is like putting those ideas together and the continuity of it. I would say that it's, it's so much tougher to put them together. Yeah. It's it's really hard, and like I don't know if you've written with other people. I yeah. and it's a huge thing here is like co-writes, oh, which yeah. I'm unfamiliar with. Um, <laughs> but f- when I have 
done when I've tried to write a song with somebody else, it's just like it just it's like pulling teeth almost. It's like yeah. it's it's hard it's hard to get like two It also pushes you. It's it does. Thing. Yeah, it's 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 a healthy environment right for on. sure. Yeah. When like when I was in high school, I went to um, artsy fartsy school in Nashville. That does. It's not all that fancy. Don't don't get the wrong idea. It's definitely not like prestigious. Sorry, my high school, but <laughs> um, but but there was a lot of people there. I will say in the guitar program that were so good, mm-hmm. and I was like so mediocre, <laughs> and and so it was humbling to like be around them and even like riding with them. So a lot of them weren't my style. Like they didn't, sure. they were my genre, but you can still take something away from every right. If you allow yourself to, and there are some where you get in there and you're like, this isn't it. You know, you could, you could have a really cool personal connection with somebody, but the, the creative energy just isn't there. Yeah. So that happens too. I mean, do you, have you, collabed with anybody or do you just not down here yeah or i would say no i mean just some friends up north when i was right. living there um i've got a, like you know i've met people and been like let's go right and so we like well we're you know in the midst of exchanging messages even yeah. as we speak um and so you know i'm open to anything I'm open to writing, yeah. and i'm i'm also just fully expecting at least a couple of those to be like well we tried. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny because there, there are times when you, when you're like, wow, that I know that once we get together on this ride, it's going to be dope. And then you sit down and you're just kind of looking at each other and you're like, what, what are we doing? Do we have any Is ideas? This? Yeah. And it's just getting those juices flowing. Um, but like, so sorry, I keep sidetracking. We're just on talking. You. That's um, all good. So you, you have some stuff on Spotify couple of songs so talk about those talk about the process of recording those what are if do you have a fra- favorite do you uh i would love i'd love to tell you so <laughs> so it 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 started you know it's been a process um and it started before i even was planning to move to nashville even remotely I, mm-hmm. um but like i said i had a friend that i grew up with well i went to high school with him and uh he eventually moved down here to produce full-time he's a right. producer incredibly talented his name's colin mm-hmm. um and my songs would be still just like garage band demos if it weren't for him like he i would i think his creative genius is like i never seen anything like it yeah. um and so i was just like let's do a song one time like why not like at the time i was making a little money then and, and it was going good it was like oh, i can't remember exactly it might have been that doesn't matter um <laughs> It does not matter. So we you with your tax statements right now. We <laughs> I actually brought them. Yeah. W4. No. Yeah. Um, so I sent him a few of the demos I'd been working on. It's so funny because like, I think of everything I sent him and I like only 
he only latched on to really one of them and I was feeling so good about all of them. Mm. And and now at this point in my life, I'm like probably never going to do anything with them. That's just like really the way it goes. Uh, you think something's so, so good. And then, you know, kind of time passes and it's not, doesn't reflect you anymore. So yeah, it doesn't mean you can't do something with them, but sometimes you just don't, don't feel it anymore. But, um, he latched onto one pretty much right away. I was pushing for a different song and he said, what about this? I hate you. I love you song. And I was like, okay, like, I don't even really remember writing that one. Mm. Um, and it, it's just, it's a pop song. Yeah. Um, but, um, it's, it's, I mean, go listen to it for yourselves, guys. Um, yeah. Luke Robbins, Spotify. This man's very talented. Thank you. Genuinely, genuinely, actually. Um, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, so that song is actually, I, I have two songs on Spotify now and Titanic is the second one. Yep. I hate you. Love you. is just more of like a bop. Yeah. It's a banger. Uh, Titanic is a little bit more of like, it's kind of all over the place where it starts pretty slow and then ends up like almost like yeah. grungy. Yeah. And the lyrics for that one definitely mean more to me, but I think I hate you. I love you, which is an acronym. I H Y I L Y. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's end up ended up meaning more to me just cause I like to listen to it. Like genuinely, like yeah. I find myself like I'll throw it on and I'll and listen to it. It's, that, that's how you know it's, it's got something when you're willing like months later to throw it on and be like, you know, okay. Like, just just, just right, like singing along to my own song which i feel kind of dumb about it but no. but i don't find myself doing that with titanic all that much but okay and the the streams i would say reflect it which really? i'm not i'm not you know touting like hundreds of thousands of streams by any stretch i'm mm. looking at about uh 6500 on i hate you i love you which still pretty good <laughs> i'm very proud of it for it being a first release uh, coming from Nobody like I yeah. didn't have anything before that, um, and uh, especially I didn't. I don't know how to market. Like yeah. I'm like that's the journey I'm on right now. Like well, that's just the marketing. thing is it's like even without marketing, you still got sixty five hundred. That's pretty good. I don't have that on any of my songs. Yeah. Like it's and like I don't. I barely market too. It's just like that's that means people are like actually digging it and actually. That's ultimately like what I felt about it like again not to not to sit here and tell you how good i am but like i just think it's a good song and like tell I, us how good you are dude <laughs> i'll what, tell you how good my here. producer is honestly yeah. <laughs> if this is anything it's just a commercial to like if you want to go just a segue man like go talk to colin shout he'll, him out man he'll make it happen because like it'll make you sound good like i don't love my falsetto and he made it sound awesome yeah and i, I it just the song came together in a really good way and it reflected like the kind of music that I've been more listening to and, yeah. and enjoying these past handful of years. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm, we're working on three more right now. Three more. Wow. Three more. So easy, man. Well, for right now, for me right now, we're just kind of, just kind of waiting, lying and wait. Right. Um, he's got a lot in his plate. And so it is, it's just kind of a waiting game and also just, you know, making sure it's right. Yeah. You don't want to rush it. Um, Absolutely. But I'm really excited about these three songs. I won't, I won't say a whole lot about it. Mm. Seems like we, seems like little, you might hear one teaser. soon. A little teaser. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, well, I'm, I'm excited to hear more of your stuff. Um, when you, when you'd originally, like, when I was listening to your stuff, like, I couldn't really put a genre on it. Like, what, what would you, and I think that's honestly kind of a good thing, it's right? a good thing like, until somebody asks, like, what's the genre? And I'm like, <sighs> Yeah, like, but that's also a good thing that you can't really pinpoint it because it's it still means you're kind of like growing into your identity as an artist, which yeah. is that's cool, important, and that like like you had mentioned earlier that listen to some of your old stuff, 
sometimes like I listen to some of my old stuff and I'm like, man, this is trash. And then there are others where I'm like, okay, I can see the growth. And I'm like proud of the growth from that. I mean, sure. maybe That's the production value is not as great, but you're like, wow, was I doing something wrong here? <laughs> but you can, it's, yeah. a, it's a good way to measure your growth. Yeah, been completely been there. I I usually whenever I because I'm the producer, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend to be any like I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I just use GarageBand. I have a little MIDI, two inputs. Um, I use like got to start somewhere. That's I where use, most of our listeners are starting right that's now. Exactly so. right. So I mean, don't I I I do it on purpose because yeah. then I I do the best I can to like create the song that I'm like visioning, mm-hmm. but then I send it over to Colin. And I'm like, what do you think about this song? Yeah. And sometimes it's like, cool. And sometimes he'll be like, this is good. This is a really good one. Yeah. And I can always kind of tell when in his response when like back actual, when yeah. he's like, this is this is a good one. So a song that I've got, one of the three songs that we're working on right now, which I'm really excited about, it's called Pillowcases. And I didn't even really, like, I didn't make a demo. I just, I just voice memoed it. And I said, what do you think about this? I'm feeling good. And he was like, yep. Okay. Yeah, this is a good one. Well, a voice memo, that's... That's yeah, something right there. And it's it's transformed obviously quite a bit since then. Yeah. Um but uh we're feeling good about that one and and I just you just kind of gotta let your creative side take off. Of course, of course. And again, if you're at work even and you're like, This can't stop me from being creative, go you know, go in the corner, type you some lyrics, you know. Yep. Right every be, day. Be a psychopath in the corner, just like whispering, you know, lyrics. So it's important. It's important wherever you are to to let that shine. But no, I'm totally kidding. But that that is something that I really respect about you is you've you are very like open with you. Like at work, you'll be kind of like singing and stuff, and like you're you're mm. not like shying away from that. I feel like you're very comfortable in your own skin as an artist, at least at this time. Like where where you're at. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, of course. That's very nice, very nice of you to say. Um, I've always found myself kind of just singing. I, I, I don't always notice it. Yeah, and I know that it kind of sounds like, it kind of sounds like I'm trying to come across like, oh, I'm just, I love, I love music, and it takes me wherever it wants to take me, and I, I I'm not trying to sound like that. No, I mean you have a genuine like. But I do just like I'm, I'm, I listen to music constantly. Yeah, like all the time. You can tell you're passionate. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, just Thank like you. Love music. I, I mean, do that's love music. Like at a very like elementary, simple, yet yeah. also that's you know that's where it starts. No, that's all it is. Like that, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it is. I just love yeah. music, and that's why like I never I never have as much fun as good of a time as I do when I'm playing in a band. Right. And so that was why part of why I moved down here because I was like even if I'm just in a band, I'd love to be in a band. Yeah. Um. And so I actually did join a band. Um, did you? S- sort of. Kind of no. on accident. Um. <laughs> How does that even happen? I well <laughs> just walk into the wrong rehearsal, or just like walk into a room I people are rehearsing. It was it was the weirdest thing to be honest because I I downloaded this app called Vamper. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. And it's okay. Well, it's described as Tinder for musicians, <laughs> and it. I know how that sounds, but it is, it was literally just like me, like looking at these profiles of musicians, like them trying to be like, okay, I'm looking for a bass player. Yeah. I'm a drum player and I'm looking for a band. And I just put like, I just want to play music. Like I, this is what I play. Right. And so I never talked to really anyone except for one guy. Yeah. His name's James. He was like, we got a, we got kind of a, a bluesy band going on over here and it has morphed since then. But, right. um, 
there's a guy in town, Billy Ray Wallace. He's got a couple, or just just one right now on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a little bit older. He's working on some new stuff, but um, I played the keys for him. Wait, I'm that, s- sorry, man. One second. Oh no worries. The laptop. All right, so you were saying plays keys for you? Yeah, so so uh, me joining this band ended up ended up me ended up being me playing keys for this guy and his project, and yeah. and I would I would liken him to John Mayer, and honestly, great guitar player. Like mm-hmm. just watching him kind of kind of blows me away. Um, he kind of gets lost in it, and and it's it's really fun to watch. Um, yeah, but. I don't know if you're looking, if anyone out there is looking for just like some people to connect with, try Vamper. It's just give it a month. See if you can find some, some kindred spirit on there that Interesting. if you're looking for like a bass player, I don't know. Sometimes it's like daunting to be like, oh, I really like I could use a drum player. Like I got everything else, but yeah, you, you don't know, know where, where to, to like start yeah. with that. You don't know where to like, where do you go? Yeah. And it's weird because <clears throat> even like for like the podcast, like uh, Dale, he's um he's like our main mm-hmm. producer on here. he, he like put an ad out for like just we were like having artists on the pod and it's incredible just from that Facebook ad just how many people we had reach out be like I'd love yeah. to, to come on it's like I didn't even know you could do I knew you could do that but I wasn't even like I wouldn't even think to start there I you wouldn't know? have either and but yeah that's that's good to know that there's a there's an app to find is it like forming a band or is it like just for gigs. It's it's a little bit of everything, I think. I, okay. I, like to be honest, I I did not even scratch the surface because I just found somebody right away, and, and yeah. I was like, let's try this, and right. it's worked. Um, and I would say I'm not like doing exactly what I want to be doing because I don't love playing the keys in a band format because I think I'd rather play guitar, but I'm also yeah <laughs> more of a keys player. Like I'm more sure. limited on the guitar, so right. I, I just have more fun playing guitar. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, like it's it's just one of many ways that you can you can find people. I think there's some kind of Facebook group, like uh, I think it's called Yep, um, mm. that you can. There's tons of people posting that they need somebody or they, uh, you know, sharing their skill set. Um, this 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 town, this city, has a lot of different avenues to connect with other musicians. Definitely. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Definitely. And one of my seventy five thousand jobs. Um, is uh, a, a jazz club downtown and it's just amazing. Yeah. Like every single time I'm there, there's just, it's the same people, but they're with different groups. Like it's literally, it'll be one bass player. He'll play with one band. He'll play with another band. He'll play with a third band. I'll see him, you know, the next time he'll be playing keys for somebody. And it's just like being in a band isn't even being in a band anymore. It's just like making connections mm-hmm. and being like, Hey, do you want to like, read this piece of paper with us tonight yeah. with music on it and like sure sure why not if you're not, a like if you're good go. enough if you're good enough and it's paying especially which i'm sure that i'm sure yeah. that, that kind of gig is yeah uh, it's awesome that's that's one way to do it for sure and yeah. i just always had this strange obsession with like being in a band yeah you know like that's been my it's my thing. fun dude when, when i was in high school i talk about uh my my deep fried puppies days those were that was my band name yeah. in high school and um, we were like a hmm. fusion band. It was weird. Like I'd always played John Mayer, like pop, like Maroon Five type mm-hmm. deal. That was kind of that is sort of still where I'm at. But um, these guys were all like <laughs> they would listen to like um, 
what is it? Snarky puppy and like, like, like fusion stuff. That, yeah. And, and our songs always came out so like interesting because like I talked about this on the collaborations episode. You should definitely go listen to it if you haven't already. That's a really good one. Um, but like in that band, our bass player was very like skilled and he was like always on point, but he could, he had such a big range of like styles our guitar player was like super wild and he would go everywhere and back. And it's just like, but let's turn the distortion down a little bit, <laughs> you know? And I was the it's guy that brought like the commercial element to it. Mm-hmm. And so, and kind of like reined it in a little bit, just, not that it just, needed raining just in, enough. just enough, you know, well, sometimes, um, sometimes it can need raining in. Well, that's, that's what makes the dynamics so good is like when we had all those pieces coming together and the drummer, like I said, was very technical and could play a lot of styles too. So, when you bring that together and then you have kind of someone to do that, to like rein it in a little bit and kind of, kind of be the commercialize it just a tad. Yeah. I was going to say centerpiece, but that's not really what I mean. Just something no. to like connect to the dots. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll tell you, they'll be the first, I'm actually having the bass player on oh, sweet. in a few days. And he, right. <laughs> he would always call me Dave when I would be like in the, <laughs> not ordering them around, but like being, very like taking control of rehearsals yeah. I mean, like okay guys like we maybe we should stop playing chili peppers and like actually like alert like <laughs> yeah, right and he'd be like all right dave and just joking but now when people call me dave i'm like i can't do it that's that's that was my alter ego at rehearsals yeah. but i say all that to say like band dynamics man they're so fun and it teaches you a lot it helps you become better individually just as a writer performer um you start to trust musicians mm-hmm. a lot more um so yeah i mean we're are have you guys like played any gigs or are you, are played, you still just kind of we played we like we sort of played a gig and we got a we got a couple coming up okay um but we 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 did one up in portland so that was a little bit of a drive um but wow. just like the mindset was just like on let's I, do it I, yeah. I, yeah let's do it like be, now everyone's gonna like it but they're gonna hear it sure and I, that's literally what Billy told me. Like the one of the first times I met him, he was like, yeah, "I know not everybody's gonna like it, but they're gonna hear it. It's like yeah. every gig we can." And I was like, "I'm in. That sounds awesome." <laughs> well, for the people, just when when uh, do you have anything like coming up, for, like um, shows? I I should have had this more prepared. No, you're good. You're totally good. I'm just trying to plug it for you. No, just I'll, I'll in do case. It. I just can't remember the exact. It's a it's a pizza place in Portland. It's got kind of like a backstage okay. like like spot. I just can't remember what it's called. Okay. Um, and we're playing on July 29th uh, so up there. So people who, <laughs> who live in Portland, just go to every single pizza place that you know of. There might only be one. They're probably. <laughs> I think that's the reality. <laughs> There's one. Portland is interesting. It's It exists. Uh, it does exist for sure. Um, so you said that you, you were kind of working on some new stuff. When, do you have a timetable for those releases or are you just kind of I'm still I'm, in production, still figuring them out? Still in production, still figuring them out. Figuring I'm out. like kind of hoping towards like maybe the middle slash end of fall. Right. Um, but, you know, just if we can get them out this year, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And if we can't, it's okay. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're doing three. Okay. And I'm still trying to figure out which one I, I want to be like the single ahead of like mm-hmm this EP because the two songs that I've had that I've got out already additionally um, will be on with these three songs working on. I'm right. going to, you know, make, bundle it up a little nice little EP for you. Yeah. It's cool. Cause now, um, you know, albums really aren't a thing. Oh, anymore. Which is so it's, sad. It is sad. It's I very sad. And it's, 
it's it's mainly singles and mm-hmm. then you know that's a good marketing strategy that you had just said i i i like that just like releasing two singles first and then yep. the, the ep as a whole they get a little taste of yep that's what you're about that's how everyone's doing it too especially like the independent artists that you know i i'm into they they'll just and honestly they kind of slam these songs like they'll they'll come out with a song and then it's like two not even two months before like here's another song right and it's all like leading toward usually like a seven or eight song ep yeah and it works i mean i know it doesn't work for everybody but like these artists that i've you know i kind of feel like i discovered them as like small small artists have like really grown over the years and it's really cool to see and hopefully you know if i you know follow the same the same path the same route uh, something similar could happen but yeah i'm, I'm comfortable with whatever happens dude, at the end of the day like i said man you've got the talent you've got it seems like you've got the drive for it and that's so. that's half the battle honestly it's half the battle it the is. other half is making the connections doing you know making the business decisions or hiring someone to make the business decisions, mm. uh, which isn't a reality for a lot of people because that, that is expensive, it's but, money. but it's not for me at this time, but right. maybe one day that'd be awesome if it, if it came to that point. Yeah. And, and I believe for you, Will, um, I, I think that, you know, the consumer now is not what it was back. No, the consumer in like 2010, right? Because people don't have, people's attention spans are like this now. And so now it's like, if your song used to, you, you go to like a Beyonce album and mm-hmm. it's like every song she has is like seven minutes. Yeah. And now it's like, everything's kind of commercialized. It's like standard four, four and a half, but I, that kind of restricts you creatively. And I know like a lot of people do different mixes, right? They'll do a radio sure. mix. They'll do a full mix or whatever. But where's the line for you between like, being commercial friendly and understanding that there is a business element to this and like not compromising creatively. I'm honestly so glad you asked this question because it's been something that I've like been not battling with, but like I've just, I've changed my tune about this kind of thing because it used to be, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm in for, I'm in for a seven minute song here and there, Yeah, but it's, it's gotta be something that I know that you have a, a little bit of a history of, of, uh, you know, you had you had a Taylor Swift thing a little while ago. <laughs> Not to pile on, but like, <laughs> but like, I recently like, I was like, "What's up with this ten minute version? Let's get this. Right, let's right. Really give it a shot." And at, at about, I'm just gonna be honest. At about four minutes, I was like, "The song's over. Yeah. What are we doing?" Yeah. And at seven minutes, I was like, "There's no way this song is not over." <laughs> There's no way this song is not over. Dude, I think that Patrick told me about that. He said that it was like some kind of like a documentary. It's like a, it's a song, but it's like a. I don't even know. But when he said 10 minutes, I was like, is this a documentary? I just don't. This is like, but you have to have your fan base has to be 
giant for that to even well, like sort of work. You're exactly right. Yeah. So it's just that, obviously, she's got a luxury that very sure. few of us will ever enjoy. Right. And that's fine. And if you enjoy the 10-minute version, enjoy it. That's great. Right. I cannot possibly be bothered to listen to it probably ever again. Yeah. Um, because I, I just don't feel that it changes very much. Now, I'm, I'm all in for a song you know, that has peaks and valleys and it's seven minutes. Um, I used to, I used to say if a song is under three minutes, I'm not interested. Yeah. And I, I, I've really flipped in the sense that like, I feel like if I feel like less is more to be honest. Yeah. Because you, you have, you have a smaller space. It's like when, when a song stops and you've gotten something really good out of, you're like, what? Like you want to go back and, and, and hear it again. Like if I'm, if I'm like, I, cannot get enough of this song that's when you know it like right i don't know i'm just not not hitting play again after even you know not not to make this a taylor swift podcast again but like <laughs> you know that song Dude, was fine she's gonna find us and <laughs> kill us all gonna she's gonna assassinate me i'm gonna get a bag put over my head and thrown in a van at some point that's, it's just what's say, gonna happen i won't say anything else about it How about that? <laughs> no you're good continue um, i i just like i found myself realizing that like things need trimmed a little bit like i don't yeah I don't, to be relatable, I don't have to be like laying it all out. No facts. Sometimes it's a couple of lines yeah. and that's going to, that's going to take you over the top yeah. and not, not, you know, and don't speak from experience necessarily, but the, the songs that I feel so good about, mm-hmm. you know, especially if there's like a one or two lines that I really feel like take it home, just yeah. leave, it. leave right. it, leave it right there. I don't need to expound on it. Let them wonder. Yeah. That's, I like that. I mean, that's. That's something that I, I try and invoke in my songs. I have a rule that like there has to be at least one chord in the song that's weird. Yeah. That will make someone kind of double take mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I love that. What? What is this? And I like, we talked about genres earlier. I like getting off stage and, and people being like, and asking them kind of like, what, what do you think my genre is? And they're like, yeah. it's like, um, and they have to think about it. They can't like pinpoint what it is. And I, I love that. That's personally, really cool. I love That's that. Really good. Um, but yeah, it's um, when uh, when people ask you, what do you say? What the, what your genre is? What um, do you find yourself saying? So, I, I I pull more from like influences. Okay. When I describe it, I'm like, I have like a Maroon Five, John Mayer mix, and then I have, um, you know a lot of blues and, and jazz elements in my songs. Yep. And it's, and it's also somebody pointed out to me that a lot of them are very like Latin as well. Very okay. like bossa. Sure. Like I have a song called Mona Lisa, which I'm going to release yeah. in September on like a little acoustic EP. Cause everyone's been begging like release acoustic stuff. And I'm like, why are y'all so right, bro? Like <laughs> stop being so right about my, my stuff. Cause like I, <laughs> I love producing like these like product, like big, like, you know, 45 vocal tracks, guitar tracks. Like I like doing that, sure. but I know that my bread and butter where I started was just me and a guitar yep. and, and my vocals and, and people just, they want that. And so finally I'm like, fine, I'll get to but <laughs> Mona Lisa is, I was at actually Rudy's one night and they were doing, they have a, like a, what do you call it? Um, salsa dancing. Night. Okay, sure. And so they like clear the floor. There's a there's a salsa band that plays, um, and while they were playing, it just came to me, and I was like, "This is it." 
Like I, I even while they were playing, I, I had it in my head, and I was like, okay. So I went home, I recorded it on a voice memo, and then ever since that day, it's just like, it, it's one of those songs where you're like, this is gonna like, if I ever get a chance to make this professionally done, like this is gonna slap, and I and I know it is. And That's exciting. Yeah, and so like I played it um, the other day, and you just. You ever like be playing and, and you look out at the audience and, and you see people that are just like look like just staring mm-hmm. a hole through you. Yeah. And you know at that point, I've got you. You know, like you you're listening. You're in. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> I've got you. Um just like the, the there's a moment where you're like, okay, what I'm doing is working. Yeah. You know? Um, because you don't really think about that when you're writing. You don't really think about how other people are going to receive it. You don't think about the commercial element until after it's done. That's a good point. Most of the time. And I so that's why never. I asked you, like, where where, where are the compromises, if any? There are definitely compromises. Between those two things. And usually it comes in production, as I'm sure you're yeah. you're familiar with. Um and in the past, it's been like let's let's get, let's trim this song down a little bit. It's a little long. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't need, I don't need a, like this super long second verse. Like, like in Titanic, my song, for example, you go and listen to that, and it's it's got like a, a pretty long second verse. Yeah. And it was about twice as long. Right. Before, and so there were just some lines that we were like, okay, like what are we willing to part with? Because like mm-hmm. this ultimately, like it's good, it's good stuff. It's fine. It's, you know, good lyrics, but. Yeah this this second verse can't be like a minute and a half long right and it took someone else like just telling me that straight up for me to be like okay actually you're right right um because sometimes you just you create something and you're like this is it like, this is this is the one yeah and it takes another set of eyes or set yes. of ears for for you to be like oh this is actually better because a lot of times I'll well not a lot of times but you know with these songs that i've that are out and the songs we're working on they've you know changed and i'm i've come to really be like this is so much better than it was right i'm so glad that somebody i like listen to somebody else mm-hmm. so. yeah I, there's a guy that um i work with he's actually on the podcast um, melody oh, yeah. and he like he'll come with me in the studio sometimes or he'll just like um be helping me with something and he has this ability to be just so raw and honest with you yeah when it comes to your music and it's to the point where it's kind of like hurts sometimes, <laughs> doesn't it? But then you're like, bro, you, you're right, you know. And and, and and even at first, to the point where you're like, nah, like, yep, you, yep. you're even doubting it. And then later on, you're like, why would he's being very objective about this? And you know, there are some music is subjective; it's a subjective <laughs> experience. But there are times when you look at it and you go, maybe maybe they're right <laughs> you know maybe maybe there's something to this and it's good to explore yeah. it and it goes back to your point of like having a person where you say you send a lot of your stuff to your, your yep. producer and yep. you get his take um having somebody to kind of cool like slam the brakes on because it gets exciting when it you have something exciting. new yep you know and it always sucks when that first person you show it's like yeah it's a it's you know this needs fixed or like, or yeah. even, even when they're just not in love with it to begin with. Right. But and you're like, love this now, you know, <laughs> I just made it right <laughs> tonight. Worked so hard on it. A right. <laughs> uh, good example of that. Like, cause like in my mind, I'm like the lyrics guy. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's always like what I've been. And so there's a song, one of the songs we're working on and it's called far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pronounced just like that far. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a little, um, narrator esque. <laughs> do it however you want to do it uh, when the time <laughs> comes there's like 
we were this was a song we were wrestling with lyrics for a long time really and there was a point where we were like we might just scrap this song because we can't agree really um and then it, it kind of got to a point where we were just like let's just like voice memo like back and forth okay with each line and right. and it's it got like i remember at one point he had uh suggested a line uh kind of high school when you're just so cool mm. and i was like that doesn't make any sense i was like that makes no sense kind of high school when you're just so cool implying that she's only cool like sometimes yeah. what's that even mean and then i like he sent over the mem- we, we he he seated to me on that particular line mm-hmm. um and then he sent over like a rough demo and i just found myself singing because we changed it to kind of high school yeah you're just so cool yeah and then i kind of just found myself singing kind of high school and you're just so cool <laughs> And I was like, you know, to be honest, you might have been right. Yeah. And so we've, it's not official yet, but like, I'm, I'm going to push for it because yeah. like, I was just like, sometimes it just feels right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to mean, not every little line it's, has to yeah. mean the it's whole It's easy world. to get like over, yep. like overanalyze that kind of stuff. I'm not saying, you know, just write whatever and, and, no, and be, yeah. be flippant about it. Pop tarts are good. And then, sure. you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? You like, can write that. <laughs> yeah, that might actually do well. <laughs> we get, um, no. Today, I feel like that'd get like a billion streams. It, I don't even want to think about it. Right. Um, like, what is this? Yeah. Just a balance. Everything needs a balance. Anything? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. Sure. sure. If. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. my I had to sneak one Marvel joke. You have Anyways, to. Continue. You have to. Yeah. No, just like I used, again, I, I've, I've changed so much about like the way I write songs. And yeah. it used to be that like every little line had to mean the yeah. world. And yeah. had to have like imagery and like, and, and, and that's good. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, but take it easy sometimes too. Right. I don't know. Just allow yourself to do things you haven't always done. Right. Um, there, there was a song that I wrote. It's on, um, my album Exodus, which I released back in, I think 2020. And it, like, it was honestly just a, a point where I'd got, I'd write, I'd written, so many like serious like, ballad mm-hmm. like love songs oh, yeah. at that point that I was like, let's write a joke song. And it's literally called enjoy the ice cream girl. That's cold. And it's like, like, love it. Like, love it. it it's so it, it, when you listen to it at first, it's like, this is a joke. This is dumb. But then you're like, it actually kind of like, it, it's just a fun song. Like it's yeah. just really fun. If it's fun, let it be fun. And it's like, also like you're embarrassed. I was embarrassed about, the content of the song. Cause it's a song about like being cheated on mm-hmm. and like, just like, wow. All right. You, you're going to do that. Okay, cool. Like, but even you enjoy cool. the ice cream. That's cold. Like that's what you're doing right now. That's cold. And like people, that's be the one they would remember though. Like they'd be like, are you going to play the ice cream song? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I wasn't, but now I'm going to play it twice. But now I have to. Right. Now I want to. <laughs> so, even, yeah, but, I know what but, you mean. No, so when you have a song like that, especially that has, like, an actually, like, a, a super strong meaning yeah. underneath, like, okay, here's the fun part of it, but, like, that's 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 the perfect balance. That's the perfect song in my Facts. mind. Yeah. I, that's the kind of stuff I love, like, yeah. where it's, like, I this song, I can enjoy it as, like, just I can throw it on and not think about it, to, about it too much, or I can think about it. It's yeah. a dealer's choice, yeah. so... I applaud you. Well done. Hey. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking about doing maybe like an acoustic version of that. Yeah. And seeing how it goes. But Why not? But anyways. Well, man, um, it is time now for a segment that we all know and love, mm. Show and Yell, um, where you bring an item and present the item. And you don't have to like scream it. You just be sure. like, if, you know, 
this is my item, I'd be like, moon, and then show the moon. And just kind of explain, you know, what it means to you. And if you have it hanging in your house or whatever. If yeah. You, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, curious. You had it like laying face down. So I'm I'm very curious now. I'm kind of scared. Well, too, it's just, gonna... it's super dumb. So it's. Well, please. That's what. <laughs> it's this <laughs> super remote. huge universal remote. <laughs> Um, it is, I did it not is literally expect that at all. Really big universal remote. And it does work. <laughs> does it work? It does work. Oh my gosh. Um, I no way. I don't currently have it paired to my, my TV. Is it like I, a Bluetooth? It's not a Bluetooth. It's literally like, it is, it is just, it's just a uni- lot. Like, are you turning my TV on right now? No, this, this, <laughs> what if it that did? would be awesome. <laughs> it, 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 there's a little bit of a process, but yeah. I've had it like the, I've, I just found it at Goodwill one day. Dude, you never lose that. That's I amazing. Will, I will literally never lose this. And I don't even really need it. I don't, like, I don't tend yeah, to like, do. well, you do need it, but it's more of a decoration than anything. I leave it on my coffee table. I want everyone to see it. That's a, yeah. It's so stupid. Dude, when but, did you get that? Um, I've had it for probably four-ish years. I felt like four-ish years. I probably, I found it at a Goodwill uh-huh. and I was like, I must have this. There's zero <laughs> chance I walk out of here without this remote. I thought that was a calculator at first. I was like, <laughs> why does this man have like a T98? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> with no screen on it. Like, <laughs> Um, oh it's goodness. essentially as useless, but, um, it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It almost has sentimental value at this point. Cause I've had yeah. it at every place I've lived as an adult. Yeah. Um, and never get rid of that ever multiple. It's worked with multiple TVs at this point. Yeah. And, uh, it's mine forever. I will cherish it. It'll be like 2075 remotes. Won't be a thing anymore. No, they won't. And they'll be like, grandpa, Already what? Not really a thing. That's accurate. Yeah. I'll be like, grandpa. You know, assuming I, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, Family tree. What, what is that? I'll be like, don't even worry about it. Right. Just like, love it. Yeah. Just, that's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a, just um, tell them it's a calculator. It's a, and they'll be like, what's that? And I'll like, be like, okay, yeah, well, okay, yeah, down the rabbit hole. I simply exist at this point. Jeez. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. Dude. That's all I have to say about it. It's, I mean, it's, it's, there's not much more to it. It is a remote. It's huge. It does not really like, you can't like. If you're trying to get to, ch- it's, it's, you kind of two hand it sometimes, but right. it is what it is Jeez. and I love it. Well, man, that, that was a perfect item. You <laughs> definitely came through on this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Dude, love it. Um, so, you know, I, before we, before we go, I want to plug some of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell tell everyone where they can find you on Insta and, uh, yeah, yeah. how they can listen to your songs and all that stuff. On Instagram, uh, threads, if you've seen the whole threads thing lately, that's like Instagram's Twitter. Um, Mm-mm. oh really? I should probably, well, maybe Instagram threads. It's, it's, it's literally different. Like it's such a, a boomer right now. That's okay. It's a thread. Um, <laughs> it's just called, it's an app called threads and it's a threads, threads, threads. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Um, it's literally just Instagram's version of Twitter where you're just like, it's, Oh, it's, it's, okay. That's all it is. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you can find me Luke Robbins music. That's uh, Robbins with two B's. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple music, basically wherever music is found um, under Luke Robbins. I've got two songs out right now. Look for a single coming out relatively soon, um, but check socials for, for the you know announcements on that. That's coming so hopefully sooner than later but uh that's uh that's where you can find me hope to hear from you guys soon thanks for having me dude this was i could honestly this was an awesome conversation i loved it yeah let's do it again sometime maybe. for sure yeah we're, we're planning on having all the artists back and like checking oh, back fantastic. in when you're like really famous and you know 
got a deal. Yeah, you got a deal. Of course. Well, Luke, man, it's, it's been awesome to have you on. Thanks and, so much. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time, guys. Next time.